0: Welcome to Luke Lore. A quick deep dive into a folklore topic where I share some of the stories from around the world that have piqued my interest. I wanted to turn the lens of Luke Lore onto where I live this episode and dig deep into the local myths and legends of Liverpool in the UK. I think it was horror writer James Herbert who said Britain was a tiny island with too much history packed into it and even the smallest village can be absolutely overflowing with strange tales, haunted buildings and the occasional prowling monster. Our cities are far from an exception to this. One pretty big haunted building I actually live right near, in both size and reputation, is Newsham Park Hospital. Not so long ago I was even closer and lived just on the edge of said Newsham Park. The old abandoned hospital is an absolute giant of a complex full four wings multiple stories tall surrounding a courtyard, plus extra outbuildings all around it. It sure as hell looks haunted. Austere and partially succumbing to decay, it sits on one edge of Newsham Park, glaring down at passing families who now take its existence for granted from familiarity. Children pass by it daily like it's invisible, but you plonk a tourist down in front of it for the first time and they are awestruck. It's more than just big and creepy, it feels imposing. I used to walk past it on the way home when I was working night shifts. I would show off some pictures to Ian and Brennan of the building, including the time bits of a pigeon were strewn everywhere outside one entrance. I mean, that was probably just an over-enthusiastic dog or fox, but it damn well looked like the pigeon had exploded and sometime between midnight and 1am, with the abandoned hospital looming over the remains, it can leave you somewhat unnerved. The Mangler. You don't need to take my word for this, you can go in there if you want, the owners of the grounds let some events run there, some of which being ghost hunts. There are more than a few ghost photographs surrounding Newsham Park if you go digging, but there's a now pretty famous photo of one of these from a haunted tours you can go on. They like to get a group shot of everyone together, except there was something strange in one of those group photos, mixed right in the middle sandwiched among four tourgoers surrounding it on all sides is the blurry and downlight wrong looking face of a woman who everyone involved swears was not a part of that group. Not even hiding away in the background like these photos normally go, smiling right in the middle of the group. Anyone who knows the people of Liverpool likely won't be surprised to find out we have bold and sociable ghosts down this way. I have been in Newsham Park Hospital myself, scouting out for a movie location way back when. Didn't see anything supernatural, but it was one hell of a building to take a tour through. It was a small group of me and three others with a single living caretaker taking us around the place, and it really is impressive in there. We didn't have the budget to film it sadly, as the whole place oozes production value for a horror movie abandoned wards, surprisingly well preserved areas including such ancient relics as a marathon bar vending machine, flat out derelict wings falling apart in places, the full works and some really special stuff besides. I was scouting with a camcorder, following the group around as someone else took photographs to give us a feel for the place. So what I do, because of course I do, is spot an underground tunnel that I just have to investigate. It was creepy and therefore it was cool. People who know old hospitals already know what underground tunnels lead to here unfortunately. It's not for anything so pleasant as a boiler room or simple storage. Old tunnels in old hospitals were for moving the corpses out of sight to on the ground morgue. So, there's me following along at the back of the group to catch them in the frame for the recording for reference, spotting the damn creepiest part of the entire giant location at the corner of my eyes and heading right at it without a second thought like a kitten charging after balled up paper. If real life was a horror movie, I would have been the first death of the main cast. I'd get some footage of it, but then don't actually go down the tunnel in a rare show of sensible self-preservation finally kicking in. I popped back up the stairs, I just went down to get the rest of the group, who hadn't noticed me wander off on my own, and had gone ahead without me. There's still a tape of this somewhere. It's apparently hilarious as I go from, hey, this is cool, to, uh, hello? Hello? And having to spend a couple of minutes playing creepy haunted hospital hide and seek in the dark to catch up. Josh? 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 Josh! I'm not proud. I'll share it if it ever finally resurfaces, but I have no idea for when or even if that could happen. Something a little different about the cities of the UK is that there are loads of random, often weird and irrational, oddities just waiting to be blundered into across the place. This may seem weird to someone from, say, the United States where cities are much more planned, but the British equivalents, especially the older cities, More grew at random, sort of an organic feel going through them, so you can go down streets across Britain that are otherwise residential or commercial and there will just be a random church and tiny graveyard there. They're everywhere, they're typically old and the urban sprawl just enveloped them. Some cities have completely surrounded these plots of land and you've got to go down tight alleyways to reach some quaint old world place of worship now completely closed off by four walls. Liverpool doesn't quite do that for the most part. As cities go, Liverpool isn't very dense and is, for lack of a better word, pretty flat. So you can come across one of these tiny graveyards on your travels, along an unrelated footpath that has something impressively strange on the grounds. Head down Rodney Street, either just wandering or deliberately heading away from the more central shops, and one of these patches of the resting dead is there to be blundered into. Within these grounds is a rather eye-catching pyramid with an interesting story behind it. This pyramid contains the carefully arranged to be sat up in death corpse of one William Mackenzie. Mackenzie was a gambling man and really into games with cash on the line and he was good at them. So the story goes, he sold his soul to the devil for look at cards. As long as he was up and playing, his soul was his and the devil would get it once he was dead and buried. So here, along Rodney Street, stands the above ground tomb of William Mackenzie, where his corpse sits upright in front of a table, and with a winning hand of cards in front of him, the devil forever cheated his jew. Given that he was hellbound, yet went to his grave above ground with a loophole ready, the ghost of William Mackenzie is said to have been seen wandering near his resting place some nights. Supposedly, that's just hearsay. According to the family, the strange pyramid is nothing to pay any mind to. Yet, there it stands for all to see, and what a story that goes with it. You should be able to hop onto Google Street View to check this out for yourself, even if you can't come over and explore in person. The graveyard stretches from 5 to 7 Rodney Street, and I think it's the 7 side of Rodney Street, it's on the right of the mid-central building if you want to check it out, which does segue nicely into something else you can see on Google Street View in Liverpool. Back when Street View was a novelty, and people were playing with it just because, scoping out where they lived trying to find funny things caught by the Google cars, people looking at the Stewart Hotel certainly saw something interesting. A ghastly, inhuman face glaring at the passing cameras out of a hotel window. The photo is certainly a creepy one. Whatever it is that's been caught isn't shy either, getting right up against the glass. The Stuart Hotel is one of 150 haunted pubs across the city of Liverpool. I wasn't exaggerated when I mentioned how weirdly dense the British Isles are in the intro. The Stuart Hotel is not really known for current hauntings though, as a priest was supposed to resolve historical goings-on back in the 1890s, and it was noises, not apparitions. Scratching noises in the basements that escalated so badly they even began to shake the building, mysterious bells tolling in the night and the more subtle yet weirdly creepier occurrence of something knocking back if you knocked on the walls. You knock three times, something on the other side knocks three times back. The priest who laid the weirdness to rest left the bible in the basement as part of their ritual. Perhaps a recent landlord moved it, and now, reawakened, whatever the hell is in there got snapped by the Google van. We've got time for one more quick story from the city's graveyards you can stumble upon. One of the bigger ones this time. It's an interesting name we've heard before that drew me to this one. I've talked about Jenny Greentief before, but this is a very different encounter. From my home county of Lancashire, the hag creature Jenny Greentief is a child-eating fairy monster I went into detail on in episode 6 of Luke Lore. This is a very different Jenny Greentief that popped up in the St. James Cemetery in 2018. What we have here is a ghost of a woman with green aspects that apparently the name cross-pollinated over to, likely from childhood memories now lacking in context, but remembered as something to fear. From what I could dig up as I went on, it does appear to be a ghost of a witch who had that nickname, being again somewhat distinct from the similarly named hag creatures lurking among the weeds of ponds across Lancashire. Now, having seen the photo... This ghost can have any damn well name it wants. This is some blur witchcraft caught sneaking around the cemetery with a sack over its shoulder, in broad damn daylight, no less. This photo was from their infamous vampire stake grave at the grounds of St. James Mountain Gardens. Liverpool having an unusual amount of vampire related burials, I may give its own focus in a future episode. <laughs> what sweet music like Mike.: That's all for now on Liverpool, though. I'm definitely going back to this in some fashion. I've found mention of something like three separate vampire burials across the city, which will definitely be in a future Luke lore. either returning to the city for a second full episode, or else possibly a strange burials episode. This was a somewhat different episode in that pretty much everything I've discussed has an article in the local newspaper, the Liverpool Echo, which you can find online. So if you want further reading and to see the photos involved, it should be really easy to search up online. If you do want to contact me, there's the show's dedicated email, lukelawgsg at gmail.com and the general show email, ghoststoryguys at gmail.com. Both myself and the main show are really easy to find on Facebook and Twitter if you want to make day-to-day contact, as well as a very active Instagram account a lot of the community gets involved with. If you want to support the show directly, definitely check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash It'll get you access to all sorts of GSG goodies at different tiers, my incentive being that Lucular episodes go out to patrons a month early. You should be able to catch me on the end-of-month live shows now too. As ever though, the absolute best thing anyone can do to support the show is to give it a listen. Share this around if you think you may know someone who may be interested, leave reviews or comments if you get the chance, and most of all, I simply hope you enjoy what I'm doing here. Goodbye for now.